What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP. And it's your girl Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to a bonus episode. Of Wind Down Wednesday. Yes, I'm sorry, y'all. We didn't have Ooh, no excuse in- me, y'all. My voice is a little We didn't I didn't scratchy. have an intro on this because y'all know I'll be trying to get my technical stuff down, but I don't have it down like that. But I accidentally deleted the intro. But it'll That's be bad about to say she got the technical shit down. We just be getting fucked up. Yeah. She accidentally deleted it. And I y'all I'm not gonna lie, we not on that wine tonight. We on that patron today. That Pat and Ron. You know what I'm saying? When Pat and Ron comes around, y'all know what goes down. So okay. y'all know what the fuck about to be going on on this episode. So today, guys, <laughs> like, we, I just really want to talk about dating men in the industry. Because I feel like it's what a lot of women want, especially nowadays. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like people feel, I'll just use City Girls, for example. Mm-hmm. People like to say, oh, City Girls have started a new movement about, you know, getting men with money and asking them for this and that. But first of all, this has been going around. Lil' Kim said back in the day when I was 10, Wait. talking about why spend mine when I can spend yours. Period. Trina, you know what I'm saying? Like, Trina been talking about getting money for me. You know, yeah. this is not nothing new, but I feel like is it more out in the front street? Because of social media. Because of social media. Absolutely. So we're going to get into dating industry, man. And is it really wrapped up to what you think it is? Right. Because I feel like that's something that... And I don't never like to talk about my business a lot. Like, my close friends know what I be having going on. But I've always been, like, a really, really private person. Right. When it comes to my personal affairs. So, we're like, yeah, we're not, like, name dropping Yeah, so anything. we're not going to name drop. But we're it's just... definitely something that we both can right. talk about. Because I feel like we've both been in, like, honestly, we've been in serious relationships with industry men. Right. And we've also messed around with industry men. And... First of all, let me put off a disclaimer. It's not like we're we've been around the industry like that. Cause like yeah. compared to like other people, like some people they only deal with industry men and they have a small circle of like certain women they deal with. That's why everybody said, Oh, they pass around the same certain girls. But yeah, you know, when you're in a circle, you tend to date the same people. That's true, right. So that's understandable. But I mean, we can just talk about from I guess from the perspective of quote unquote regular girls dealing with industry men yeah we definitely can talk about that for sure so i feel like a lot of factors go into it and so like what we're going to talk about is like the colorism Mm -hmm. that's a big thing yep dealing with their egos dealing with the women yep and it's just a lot let's just get into it so first so first of all you said colorism right so we both Work the party. You know, Super Bowl was in Atlanta right. last week. So, right. um, one of my homegirls, she usually works a private, she works private events for the same rapper all the time mm-hmm. out here in Atlanta. So, she asked me, could I come and waitress at the party? Right. And since Lex wasn't doing anything that night, and, you know, Lex used to bartend and stuff too, I asked her, did she want to come as well? So, we worked the party. Uh-huh. And it was a lot of industry men. Pretty much any rapper, popping rapper, was there there at the party, right? And the guy whose party it was, um, I think he thought Lex was cute. Okay, let me tell the story because I think the Wind Down Wednesday listeners, first of all, y'all know me. Y'all know that I'm not super cocky. I'm not super conceited, but. it's like, I don't know. I have my days. I have my moments. You know, I've talked about my body dysmorphia. I've talked about this and I've talked about that. Right. But at the end of the day, I know I'm not ugly. I know I'm an attractive girl. And I know what I have. I think it just sometimes I have my little mental moments. Right. So, 
I'm at, I'm behind the bar. The reason I'm telling this story because I want to tell y'all. She how just this trying goes. to give y'all right. the background. I'm right. trying to give y'all a background. And she can tell better than I can because you, like I said, it happened to her. So we're at the party. I'm behind the bar. Mm-hmm. The rapper comes up and he's like, "Oh shit, I want her." And he points at me. Mind y'all, I'm not young. This thing doesn't. Imp- this doesn't impress me. Right. It's just like whatever. So I just you laugh. Yeah, I just laugh and I'm just like, you know, because I know at the end of the day. He not talking about being with me. He's yeah. talking about who he want for the night. Right. So I'm just like, whatever. So then another girl comes behind the bar. And she was working the party too. And she was working the party as well. Now, let me just, I'm not, I don't talk down on women. Right. And this is not what I do. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just painting y'all a picture. Mm-hmm. The girl, um, I will say, y'all know I like to use the word polished. She wasn't polished. Right. Uh, Went to a Super Bowl party working it for these people. She had three broken nails. <laughs> um, it kind of looked like maybe her hair hadn't been washed in, in a, a few, few days. Yeah. But it was her real hair. Yeah, you know, and she it was, was long. It was long. She was like a mixed chick, you know. But it was just like, you know, her hair was a little greasy. Um, makeup wasn't, I will say, necessarily polished. She right. didn't have a body. She didn't have a body. She didn't have a body. Yeah. So, But, I mean, she was still a cute girl. She was pretty. Yeah. But I feel like any person, like any average person, it would have been like, okay, this girl or this girl. I'm going to pick this girl. You know, she's... you. And when you say this girl or this girl, you mean her or you. And the, any normal person probably would have picked you. Yeah, right. Um, and, I, and like I said, I'm not being conceited. I'm just being real. Like, right. it's not nothing. Because I will say this. Even... Um, the person who had put us on the party was like, kind of like, why does she show up like this mm-hmm. type of shit? So, and this girl is really polished. Right. So, and she's super polished. The, the girl that said that, like, why does she show yeah. up like that? So, as soon as this other girl walked behind the bar, mind you, she was mixed, light skinned, looked like she was maybe like black and Asian. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as she walked behind the bar, he was like, nah, 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 I'll take that back. I won't hug. Mm-hmm. And I just started laughing because it was funny to me because it didn't, one, it didn't hurt my feelings because mind you, Guys, industry men are never on my radar. Ever. Ever. So, but it just, it was just funny to me because I'm like, all men really see is color because I already knew what it was. And she definitely, and, and not saying this to be biased because Lex is my best friend, but honestly, Lex looked way better than the girl did. But that's why we wanted to talk about colorism because it's like, because the girl was light skinned and mixed and had long hair right. and Lex is more brown skinned and she have you know, she likes to wear weed. Right. Not that she can't wear her real hair, but that's what she likes to wear. Right. So because of that, the nigga auto- automatically after he seen the other girl was like, Nah, I wanna fuck with her. Right. Because she mixed. Right. And um and a lot of these industry niggas be like that. And this is what I'll say. I'm, and I mean I'm not being funny because you were behind the bar when this happened. I was. So mind you Drea, everybody knows Drea's bad as fuck and beautiful. So, oh, thank you. But you're darker than me. Yeah. He didn't even look at Drea and say anything. Yeah. So that was that's crazy to me. I'm not saying that you're more beautiful than me or vice versa. But right. I'm saying he didn't say nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Now you're a little darker. And I'm. I'll say this. I looked better than that girl, but you looked way better than that girl. Because I mean. It could have been other factors. Maybe I'm too big. I'm tall. You know, and I'm a bigger woman. So maybe he's like, oh, maybe she's more my size. But that could have been it because y'all, y'all were about the same height. And y'all were both more petite. So it couldn't have been that. So I'm just like, not only are you bypassing Drea and bypassing me, but this is crazy. It was crazy. And I mean, I told you, I had a situation where I used to deal with an industry guy that lives out here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And... 
one of my homegirls at the time that knows him and knows like the type of girls he dates. She she found out he was dating a really really dark skinned girl, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Well, that's crazy because he don't even like dark skinned girls." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, he be trying to holler at me all the time." Right. And she said, "Well, Drea, you can't. I hate when you always try to be like, oh well, I'm dark skinned or oh I'm brown skinned. Yeah, you're brown skinned or you're dark skinned, but you look exotic." So to niggas, it's like, yeah, I maybe typically wouldn't date a dark skin or brown skin girl, but you're not in the category with all those other girls because you look exotic. So niggas don't be really giving a fuck. But it was just crazy to me that she said that and people look at skin color like that because they'll think, oh, yeah, you dark skin. I normally don't like dark skin girls, but since you look. Like you mix with something or you could be something else. Yeah, it's okay for me to go ahead and date you. Right. But why is that a factor? And this was coming from a woman. And I've also, like I said, heard these things from men as well, too. Like, I normally don't like brown skin girls. Right. So this is what what I want to get at. First of all, I feel like people can be bad people and they can be good people regardless of their skin color. Right. We all know this. So I feel like the first choice that a lot of these men in the industry want is like, white and Spanish women. But what y'all don't understand, and it'd be the blackest men that be saying this stuff. First of all, these women would never even look y'all's way if you didn't have money. Me and you, we're going to date black men regardless because that's what we like. These women wouldn't even look y'all's way. Their families wouldn't approve. They families are probably still calling y'all nigger. Oh, she got she got her little nigger, nigger, yeah. hard E-R mm-hmm. with money. So they're going to approve of it. Now, there was just a little video that went viral the other day of a football player, mm-hmm. a dark-skinned football player, Drez, and he has a white wife. And they were all on vacation with their other friends. All the men at the table were dark-skinned. All of their wives or girlfriends were either light-skinned or white women. And they were like, <laughs> cheers, to having more light-skinned children. Mm, Whether you're joking or not, all jokes, I don't care what anybody says, all jokes come from some kind of real-ass shit. Some real place. Mm -hmm. So it's to me, it's just like, why have this... It it comes from slavery. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's back, it's so, it goes so far back, but I'm like, so far back, so far back. So it's like, why is this shit that used to happen so long ago, still still affecting us in 2019? And we also remember we had a conversation about, um, cause I mean, you know, like I said, I, I, me and Lex have both dated industry guys and we've both been in like kind of serious relationships with the industry guy. And, um, we talked about how when they go to like these red carpet events, like you was dating an athlete yeah. at one point, yes. and y'all were in a relationship, yes, for a very long time. And he never took you to never. any red carpet events, my ESPYS, none of that no, shit, nothing. But then when he broke up with you after y'all, well, not broke up with you, but after y'all broke up, right? And he got another. I girl, say that he broke up with me. He did. Well, I was just saying because I didn't know who yeah. broke up with who. Yeah. But after y'all broke up, he ended up getting a Latino girlfriend. Yes. And. Right after that, he right would take after. her to every event. Every event. And mind you, I was, we were probably together for about three years, but like on and off, it was from like me from 15 to 25. It was like 10 years me and this guy were on and off. Right. Been around his family, met his mom, like. He never took you to nothing. Never took me to nothing. Now, I was young then, so I didn't realize that. And me growing up, I went to an all-white school, so I was like, I wasn't as educated on the topic as it was. So I didn't think that it was a big deal, but now, 
when I like, I was talking to one of my homegirls. Um, actually, I'll, I'll say her name. Shout out to Mandy. Horrible decision. Hey, Mandy. So I was talking to Mandy about it. I was like, yeah, I used to fuck with such and such. She was like, you used to fuck with him. She was like, girl, ugh, he only likes white girls. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, no, girl, I was really with in this a relationship. Guy. I was in a relationship. Not, I wasn't just fucking. I was in a whole right, full yeah. blown relationship. So she was just shocked because she was like that. But it's like now looking back on it, it was because I do think he had feelings for me. But did he love me? Absolutely not. Because why are you embarrassed to love me? Why are you embarrassed to bring me out with you? Because at the end of the day, because it's all about a look. It's all and about it. And I don't fit that quote unquote look. But mind you, fuck the fact that I'm an amazing person. Mm-hmm. I'm a beautiful woman. You're just not I'm enough. smart as fuck. I have my own. I never asked, like, anything that he did for me was things that he wanted to do. I never opened my mouth and was like, you need to do this and this and that for me. I had, I was doing good. He would help me because he wanted to. Right. Fuck all that. Mm -hmm. I wasn't light enough. So it's crazy to me that these men are passing up on these amazing women that love them, blackness and all. Mm -hmm. Because we're not, and this is enough. a dark skinned man, by the way. Let's dark go ahead skin. and throw. Let's go ahead and throw that out there because yes, he's a black man, but of course, you know you got your light skinned men, your dark skinned men. This is a dark skinned man. Lex is not even technically dark skin. No, in the summertime, I am. She want to be a chocolate <laughs> baddie so bad, y'all. I do. But I do. being honest, being honest on I the color spectrum, on the honestly, color spectrum, I from what most people would consider dark skinned. You're not dark skinned. Right. You're like more kind of caramelish. Yeah. You know? I'll say I'm caramel. I'm caramel. Right. You know So this man is ten times darker than Lex. But thinks she too dark to, to, to be on to a red be on carpet the with him. And the same situation kinda happened to me. I was dating an industry dude. Right. I used to be with him all the time. Lex knows this I used to be at his house all the time. We spent a lot of time together. And when me and him kind of started falling off, when we stopped dating, we well, stopped talking as much, he ended up getting in a relationship with another black girl, right. but she's lighter than me. And he had started taking her to industry events, they on the red carpet together. Everywhere. All type of shit. And it's just like, wow, that's crazy. And I'll say this. People might be like, oh, well, you know, maybe, first of all, I have... Being in front of the camera, I've worked in broadcast journalism, I've been on the radio, I've done this. It ain't like you can't take me nowhere because I know how to act. Right. I know how to carry myself. At the end of the day, even on social media, I'm very outspoken, but I know how to carry myself. Mm -hmm. And I carry myself with respect. Right. Can't no man ever say, oh, she been ran through, oh, she's this, she's that, she don't look the part. I, baby, and she gonna and if you take her to an event, baby, she gonna show up polished. Y'all seen the the black dress, baby? Period. Y'all see how I show up to an event? I don't right. play. Cause when I went to that event with the person that I went to, we walked in and we shut shit down. And she's talking about like one of her last most recent pictures from Instagram. Yeah, from my. So y'all don't know Lex underscore Pete underscore. Go look at the black dress. I went to an event yeah. with a guy friend, and. I walked in and it was all eyes on us. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. So it's like it's just crazy. Your girl to me. clean up nice. Your girl clean up nice, but it's like honestly, even when I step out, when I'm just going to instant blue with Drea, we look like we're well put together. Yeah. So it's like it's nothing. It has nothing to do with who we are. 
about our personalities, nothing. It's just about our skin isn't mm-hmm. light enough. So it just doesn't make sense to me. And these men will date you in private and fuck with you in private and be doing hella shit for you, telling you how much they care about you. Right. But when it's time to... But this is this is what it goes back to for me as well. Uh-huh. What about these men's mothers? Like, can they be held accountable? I don't know, because this is how I feel about shit like that. I feel like you can't hold their mothers accountable because I feel like it's so many people we know in general mm-hmm. that are raised a certain way. And as you become an adult, you form your own opinions and stuff right, about true. life. You know what I mean? So I feel like at the end of the day, these men, nine times out of ten, if you a dark-skinned man, you have a brown-skinned mother. Right. You know right. what I mean? Very true. So I don't feel like it's nothing that their mothers can be held accountable for because they probably, I mean, the first woman you ever loved was a dark-skinned right. or brown-skinned woman. But, but as, say- soci- as you've gotten older and society has shaped your views, right. that's just your preference. But I will say this, being somebody that, you know, my mom, my mom is a little lighter than me, um, but my dad was dark-skinned. And I will say, I grew up in an all-white environment. You couldn't tell 16-year-old Tierra that I wasn't going to marry a white boy because mm. that's all I was attracted to. Right. That's all I like. Right. But I know for a fact, my uncles, my aunts, and my mom, I used to cry at night because they would be like, oh, you date these white boys? Okay, okay, okay. And I didn't understand it then. But now looking back on it, my mom instilled that. You don't get it now, but you're going to get it later. Yeah. She always, and let me tell you something right now. Nothing against white men, nothing against white boys. You will never see, unless it's like, okay, let me not say that you'll never see me. Because if it's somebody like swagged up like Travis Kelsey, we've been yeah. talking about this, uh, Channing Tatum, yeah. somebody like that, that's a little different. But not saying that it's okay, but. Nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna find that. And I'm not gonna be with that because it's just something about a black man. Yeah, you like you you see me with a white boy because he's swagged up, but it ain't nothing serious. I feel like black men are undervalued and underappreciated. But also black women to, are. But that's all I was about but to say. We need, we need to, to love on them. But. The they thing need to is, love on us we, as well. But that's what I'm about to say. We feel that way about them. Like, I know me and you feel that way about black men. That's why we choose to not date. Not that we can't, because I have people of other races try to holler at me all and want to talk with me all the time. Every day. I choose to be with black men because I feel like, yes, they're underappreciated and they're undervalued, but it's like, when are they going to start feeling that way about us? Right. They get a, it'd be cool to date us while they coming up and right. getting their shit together. Right. But as soon as a nigga becomes successful and get on, right. they won't. Something right. exotic. And it's like, it's or something so, different. It's so rare. And nothing against those women. You know what I right. mean? Right. No, yeah, nothing. It's not, but, we're not woman bashing. Because right. at the same time, it's like, there's plenty of Spanish women, light skinned women, white women that are good women yeah. that love them for who they right. are. But let's be honest, it's very rare. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. You can have 10 black women and 10 white women. Mm hmm. Nine out of 10 of them black women are going to love the fuck out of a black man no matter what. Mm hmm. One out of those ten white women will love a black boy, love a black man. Right. And and I won't say and you can find ten industry men, black men, nine of them are gonna be like fucking with the lighter skinned women. Mm-hmm. And that's just facts. It just is what it is. And I'll say this like everybody like for example, like Wale. Wale always talks about his love for black women and dark skinned women. Mm-hmm. And it's just like People kind of be like, oh, Wale this, Wale that. He's a, but it's like, but why don't more, more rappers do that? Because that's so important. It is. We are only here for each other. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we all we got. And that's real shit. I agree. 
If a race war go down right now, we all on the same team. We all on the same team. <clears throat> right. And it's like, don't get me wrong, I do feel like love has no color. Yeah. But if of you course. but if you don't have love for your own people to the to the fact of you not seeing color, that you see beauty. Right. You see beauty or you don't see beauty. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that don't see beauty and don't see a woman for what she is. Because yeah. like I said, I know I'm an amazing person. I know hey. you're an amazing person. I know all of my friends are amazing, beautiful women. But I know that they have all been this, in this situation. Like, we both have a friend that's in L.A. right now. Yeah. For the Grammy week. And beautiful girl. Beautiful. Slim body, beautiful face, beautiful skin, but she's dark skin. Mm-hmm. And she called me the other night and she was like, yo, I was just at um, a party in the club and it was like all of us sitting down. Mind you, all of her friends are like light-skinned Spanish women or whatever. And she was like, everybody was sitting down and somebody came to me and I was like, hey, you need to stand up. What? Yeah, they were like, hey, you need to stand up so somebody else can sit down. And this is me and Lex. This is our both of our mutual friends. But that's right. crazy. I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, like she was like, they just told me that I needed to stand up. And I'm like, what? For a while, she was like, you know why? Like they wanted somebody else to sit down, and I was the only dark skinned girl. Wow! It doesn't matter how bad or beautiful you are in LA. It's all color. Yep, it is. It's all. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you got the fattest ass, smallest waist, dark chocolate, beautiful skin, and it's like you're not light enough. You're not light enough. And they also care about body shape, body types as well. Body types as well. I think I was talking to somebody. A few weeks ago, a guy, and I was telling him, like, yeah, um, at one point I was thinking about moving to L.A., and he told me, he said, you bad as fuck, you fine as fuck. He was like, but we both know you too thick and you too brown Oh yeah, to make it in L.A. Let me tell you something. When I weigh, right now. But that's crazy. Okay, I weigh 190 pounds right now. I'm thick as fuck. Like, one time I went to L.A., I weighed 155 pounds. I was pretty thin for my body frame yeah. then. Me, I'm 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, I weigh 155. I was pre- like, if, when I post this picture of how my body used to be, people were like, damn, you was skinny. Mm-hmm. I went to LA, everybody was like, oh, girl, you thick as fuck. Now, if I weigh 155 in Atlanta, they'd be like, oh, she's so skinny. Yep. She little. But yeah. when I went to LA, I ran into, I was walking in, uh, I think it was like Hollywood Boulevard. I don't know where I was. Yeah. But I had ran into a rapper he was like, oh, girl, where you from? You thick. I'm like, this is thick. I'm like, this is thick. <laughs> For dude. LA standards, yes. And it was, like I said, it was just so shocking to me that the, that was the first thing the guy said to me when I told him I was thinking about moving to LA right. at one point before I moved to Atlanta. He was like, yeah, we both know that you too brown and you too thick and you too short right. to make it in LA. But I guess it just comes, <laughs> that's why I just say for like the women out there, because like we're about to get onto another topic yeah. about industry, man, but that's one thing you need to consider. You all be chasing after these men. But do they really but want you? But do they you? really want you? And would they be ready to be public with you? Right. Because it's one thing for somebody to fuck with you behind closed doors, but then once it's time to be taken to go to these events and stuff, they want to take somebody. Like, you cool to fuck. Right. And you cool to talk with and lay down in the bed and we going to drink and we going to cook and we going to maybe go out to dinner. And we going to, yeah, go out to dinner, yeah. all that shit. We going to spend time But when it comes together. to events where like E! News going to be there and MCV and BT and VH1, uh-uh-uh. No. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's so easy for these rappers to be with a random ass bitch that we ain't never even seen or heard of and she be like seeing. How many times do you see a man really photographed with like a dark skinned girl like, oh, who is that? Who he messing with? Never. Never. 
Never. Never. And I just feel like it's really it's 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 sad it's and it's upsetting. It's disheartening. And that's why I said I I personally I don't like industry guys. I don't want to be friends with them. I don't want to deal with them just because they're very, 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 very shallow. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. When I walk by, like, I like to be appreciated. Okay? You need to be holding me up I on mean, the pedestal. Exactly. You need to be showing me off. So shit. it's like, when I deal with guys that are usually like, you know, I'll say like, I won't say, I hate to use the word regular, but you know, like regular guys, they treat me like I deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. They want to bring me around because they know Man, this girl is beautiful. I got She's the smart. baddest bitch. I got the baddest. I know that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, and that goes into the next topic of um, dating people who be feeling themselves too much. Ooh. Ooh. Not Ooh. only do they want the baddest bitch, but wow. they want you to stroke their ego. Yes. Now, me and Drea's situations are totally opposite. Now, I done dated somebody who was super popping, and then I done dated a has been. Mm-hmm. Let me tell y'all something. If you want to date an industry person and they may have old money and they may be successful, dating somebody who is a has-been is the hardest thing ever. Because you have to constantly stroke their ego you because have to, they're insecure now because they're not up no more. Because they say, like, say his name is um, Damien. Okay. Damien used to be the number one rapper in the game. Mm-hmm. Damien used to be the number one actor. Damien used to be everywhere. Yeah. And everybody has their time in the industry. Yeah. We've seen it. So your your longevity in the industry is very rare. Yeah. There's a handful of people who have, who have had, had longevity. Who have had 10 plus years in the industry. Like Jay-Z. Beyonce. Beyonce. Uh, Taylor Swift. Right. Like that shit is rare. I won't even use Taylor Swift because she's Kanye. white. Kanye. Because she's white. Like Kanye. Like that's very, Kim. very rare. Like, but she, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying for black people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why I said I won't even use Taylor Swift. Okay. For black people, it's very rare. You know what I'm saying? So, um, dating somebody like a Damien. So when you date Damien, he's not as popping no more. Yeah. And so if you try to tell, like Damien's trying to revive his career and you're dating Damien. Right. And you're, and you're younger than Damien. So you trying to be like, oh, this is what people like. This is what, don't tell me what to do. I'm Damien. Yeah. You need to understand what I know. I'm, I can teach you. You need to take notes from me. Right. And it's not only is that, but they're controlling. They're going to try to mind yep. fuck you unless you know. You can't get better than me. Right. Because I'm Damien. This is mm-hmm. the top of the line that it's going to get for you. You know why? Because you're dark skinned. Mm. And nobody want to fuck with you. Mm. And you're you're not anybody. Wow. So you need to appreciate Damien being with you. Right. Ooh. Damien don't want to bring you nowhere. Damien don't want to do shit for you. Damien don't want to do shit for you. Because Damien money not how Damien money used to be. Right. So not only that, but you need to appreciate me and love me. But not realizing, hey, you know what? Maybe... Let me tell you why Damien's aren't smart. Because they don't ever want to sit back. You know, maybe this girl is a star. Mm. Maybe and maybe is, I should support her. Maybe I should support her and maybe take the back seat. And you don't even realize. Uh, now, this is not a good example because she is a white woman. I, I, she's white to me, even though people like to say she's a woman of color, but she's not to me. But Kim Kardashian. Kanye took a back seat to Kim for a while. Kanye went on the Kim uh, went on the Kardashian show, cleaned out Kim's closet, and revamped her whole wardrobe. Now Kim is a, a style fashion icon. Icon. Now black women. And prior to her getting with Kanye, no, right. Her and I'll say this: nice. black women are the standard. Period. Makeup, hair, everything, everything, fashion, everything. 
So imagine if a black man with money would take a creative black woman yep. and invest in her the way that the way Kanye, that Kanye did, did with Kim. Kim. Imagine what, but not if it was just one man. Imagine if it was like. 300 of y'all mm. doing that for all y'all's women. Right. Imagine how we could take over because we mm-hmm. could be, black people need to be a team. We do. But they so worried about, oh, I want to look like Kim and Kanye. Oh, I want to look like my teammate. He got him a white girl. Mm-hmm. And they got some light-skinned kids with beautiful curly hair. Black people have beautiful hair. You just don't know how, what to do with it. You just got to take your time and know what to do with it. And see, I was dating an industry person like like Lex said, our situations are a little bit different. I was dating somebody who was on the come up mm-hmm. when I started fucking with him. And in the beginning, he was so cool. And he was so humble. But I literally was fucking with him and watched his career blossom right in front of my eyes. Watched him be watched him going from somebody that people didn't even know who the fuck he was. So now he a household name damn near. Everybody right. know who Everybody he is. Everybody know who he is. Everybody. So at first, he was real humble, and I watched him start to become the type of person that was. He went from, "Oh, well, did you see that? That was amazing, right? Like that was dope, right?" To being like, "Yeah, I know that shit was dope." And are you dumb? You didn't see that. Right. How the fuck you didn't see that? Everybody watching me, right? And that shit was just crazy because it's like niggas really start feeling themselves, right? And feeling themselves to the point to where... And it's hard to date. That's why I always say this and no disrespect, but that's why we wanted to talk about this because I feel like so many women that I meet all the time that don't necessarily get hollered at by industry niggas or industry niggas don't try to fuck with them, mm-hmm. but they want that. Right. And they'll be like, well, damn, how did you get that person? Or how did you even get in that circle to start fucking with him? I want to date me a nigga like that. You don't. No. It ain't what it's cracked <laughs> it's up to be. It's not what it's cracked up to be. Y'all don't be realizing shit look glamorous as fuck on social media, on Instagram, in the blog. Shit be looking glamorous. But you don't know with the women like that deal with these type of niggas what we be having to deal with sometimes right. behind closed doors. Not only do you have to deal with their ego mm-hmm. and the colorism, mm-hmm. but you also have to deal with the mental abuse oh let's get into that so we're gonna also get into the mental abuse so now I'll, let me let me put another disclaimer i'm not saying all industry men are like that. right right like i said like because we haven't dated all we of haven't them, dated so we all don't know. Them, but we just talking about from our experience right and i will say every man that i have met they want to be in control mm-hmm. i'm damien and your legs i'm above you you need to do what i do now, I'll talk about a situation to where, like, this man was so mentally abusive. And I'm being honest right now. I'm being transparent. Mm-hmm. I've been in a physically abusive relationship before. And I've been in a few, actually, mental abusive relationships right. before. And I'm not comparing no, to me personally. Now, everybody's situation is different. But I'll say for me personally, the mental abuse was way worse. Because I feel like scars heal. But that mental... Mm. I think that's probably why I felt the need to do things to alter my body and mm. to, you know, I didn't feel like I was good enough. At one point, I was like, "Do I really want to do wind down Wednesday?" Because the person, the I person was, told you you was too loud. I was too, too loud. Obnoxious. I'm too obnoxious. Um, I need to be quiet. You're not being class. We're, we're, the we're things not, we talk about aren't classy. I'm, I'm not classy. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to hear me. People want to see me. Mm-hmm. Straight up, told me that. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear you. Look at you. A woman is to be seen and not, not heard. heard. Right. So it's just like, 
And um, going back to like Kanye, and this is what I think a lot of people were, I don't know if y'all remember this, but like when him and Amber Rose were dating, nobody heard nothing from Amber Rose. When she started dating Wiz, Wiz let her be herself and she mm-hmm. talked about that. She and actually that's when said, she blossomed. And that's when she really blossomed into who she was. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing you have to deal with. A lot of these men, they don't want to share the spotlight. Not at all. They don't want their bitch to shine. They don't want, they're scared of their woman becoming bigger than them. Mm-hmm. Now, you do meet your man that's like, please, I want my woman to be bigger than me. Right. I got 20 million. I want you to be worth 50. Right. But, but that's rare. That's so rare. Because these niggas' egos be huge. Like, industry men, they egos be crazy. And I mean, like, going back to what you were just saying about, like, you've been in physical, physically abusive relationships and mentally abusive relationships. I have never been, I had never been in either. Right. I was fortunate enough to always kind of, you know, come across decent guys, I right. guess you could say. Um, but the last situation I was in was the first time in my life that I was in a very emotionally and mentally abusive situation. Right. And I 100% agree with you with what you just said as far as like, I like I said, I don't have anything to compare it to because I can't say, oh, physical abuse isn't worse because I've never been physically abused. Right. But I do agree with what you said about mentally abusive and emotionally abusive relationships. Those scars take longer to heal. They definitely do. Because niggas really will get in your head and having you questioning your worth and not thinking that you're and thinking that you're not good enough. Because like me, anybody around me, one thing that people, anybody that's around me all the time, people always tell me they love my confidence. Like, I have confidence out of this world. And I've even had friends tell me in the past that, like, they wish that they had the level of, like, I inspired them to be more confident. So I've always kind of been that type of person. But once I got in the situation that I was just, that I recently just got out of, I started questioning myself. And that was something I had never never did before. And I'll say this as your friend. And look, we're not going to cry. We're going to try not to cry, y'all. But... Ooh, hold on, y'all. Oh, no, Lex, please. I'm sorry, y'all, but let me tell y'all. you going to make me start No, I'm crying not trying to cry, but let like... me tell y'all something. I've been in some fucked up situations. Oh, and to me, I do feel like I'm a strong person. Yeah. And um, sometimes I feel like the things that I've been through, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Right. So it's like, you know, being a friend, sometimes you do have to keep your mouth shut and let yeah. your friends go what they go through. Right. But let me tell y'all something. I look up to Dre as far as her confidence and how, you know, strong she is and this and that. But I knew I had to speak up and say something because, ooh, hold on. Oh, no, Liz. She came home one day and some, some shit was going down and she looked at me in my face and she was like, what's wrong with me? Am yeah. I not good enough? Yeah. And I was like, that shit broke me down right. because I don't think men sometimes understand what they do just so they can feel powerful. Right. And to break, to try to break a person down mentally just so you can control what they're doing is the worst thing you can do. I agree. And whether you know you're doing it or not, it doesn't make it okay. Right. If you're a fucked up person, you need to heal yourself. Instead of Fucking up Instead other of people. fucking up other people's. Because I've always been a very... I'm a happy person. Right. Like, honestly, generally, I'm always happy. I'm always in a good mood. I go through things just like anybody else. Right. But the way that I choose to approach life, 
I choose to always try to look at the positive. Right. And in that situation, I feel like I started being a negative person. I, and I, I well, I'll say this: I don't feel like you were being negative, but you were just second guessing yourself. And for me, I've known you for like going on three years, five, almost, almost four, year, four years, four years yeah. now. So it was like for you to look at me in my face and be like, Lex, what's wrong with me? I'm like, bruh, what the fuck are is this you... nigga doing what? to her? I... What is she allowing this right. man to do to her? And it was just like, so before, I, was this before or after? Did the restaurant thing happen before or after this happened? Oh, this is before. The restaurant right, thing before happened before. before. So let me tell y'all a story real quick. It's going to be real quick. So um, me and Drea had went out to eat. Mind you, me and Drea were going out to eat. My boyfriend at the time was like, oh, I want to link up with y'all. I want to link up with y'all. So right. we went to the restaurant. Me, me, me and him weren't getting along at the time. We were arguing about something. And Y'all was arguing long, a lot. It long, was right before they broke yeah, up. So long story short, this was really like the icing on the cake. So we went to this restaurant. Hella people in there. He's he's known in Atlanta. Yeah. People know who he is. So we went to the restaurant. Long story short, we get into it. He's calling me a bitch, telling me I ain't shit. And I'm sitting there. Scream, not, and not only just doing he's screaming on the top of his lungs, you a fucking bitch. Yeah. You ain't shit. And then I got up and I excused myself. Yeah, walk the fuck out, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Walk the fuck out. And like I said, y'all, I'm sitting there. Like at the table there. with them while this is Mind going you, on. I see people in the I don't I'm happy that I think the footage didn't got get released because nobody cared who it was, but people were definitely recording on their phone. For sure. For sure. But it was just like I don't like I said, these men's egos are out of this fucking world. Now let me tell you something. If I would have been um uh, uh uh, a, a white woman, a lighter skin woman. Mm-hmm. Do I think he would have done that? Absolutely, not. absolutely not. Because I feel like they're more conscious. They feel mm-hmm. like a black man yelling at a white woman in public, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. But a black man yelling to the nobody said nothing to me. There were the valet man came and checked up on me when you walked out the restaurant. The <laughs> owner of the restaurant, the bartenders, nobody said. Nobody walked up me and said, "Ma'am, are you okay?" And mind y'all, when Lex got up and walked out of the restaurant, I was still sitting at the table with him. And I was telling him, I said, you out of line for talking to her like that. Like, that was so disrespectful. You did not have to handle Crazy. the situation like this. And he was like, I'm sorry, Drea. I didn't mean for it to come off that way. But she just gets on my fucking nerves because she don't listen. But she like don't so- listen. But I'm saying that to say me and him sat there and had a whole conversation after Lex walked out the restaurant. Well, we didn't. I wasn't sitting there that long, obviously, because I needed to go check on Lex. Right. But we sat there and had a whole maybe two, three minute conversation, and nobody, no owner, no, nobody no nothing walked up. Yeah, nobody walked up to the table in general just to say like or see if or everything, everything was okay. Because this is a a, a black, a, a, not even a black man, just a man talking to Screaming a woman. At a woman right. So, and this is and the point I'm getting at is like if he talked to me like that in public. I've never really talked to Drea about the things that went on behind closed doors between me and him. But it's like, I'll just say, if he did that in public in front of you, imagine how shit got behind closed doors. And that's what I was about to say now that you're not in the situation anymore and we kind of talk more about it. I feel like when you be telling me stuff that was going on, it's just crazy to me because I didn't know. Right. Like, I had no idea because you never told me that this person used to talk. Like, I know y'all used to get into arguments, like I said before. Like, arguments are because normal, but... that's normal in a relationship. You're not going to agree all the time. Right. But I didn't know that he was speaking to you in such, like, a derogatory manner all the time. 
it was just shocking to me because I didn't even see him to be that that type type of of person. person. Because it's like, let me tell you something about these industry men. They will... Come at you, charming, charming, yeah. bro. Because the nigga the I was dating charmed, charmed the pants bitch, off of the me. nigga you was dating charmed me, bitch, and I wasn't even dating him. Because she actually convinced me yes, to fuck with him, and it was me. I was like, nah, you need to like, you know what I'm saying. So it's like they come off so charming, mm-hmm. but it's like once they get you and yeah. they know they got you and they feel like because of who I am, you're not gonna leave me. And I'll say this for my last situation, I left. You did, you know that. I left. Same. We would still be together right now if it was up to him. Yeah. But you have to, that's why I, I, I tweeted this the other day. If you know your worth, you're confident in that and you're patient in that. I'm single right now. I don't have nobody I, I really, really fuck with tough right now, but mm-hmm. I'm okay with that because I know my worth. Right. And I'm confident in that and I'm going to be patient on the man that God is going to send for me. Right. When I was with him, I'm like, you know what? He's right. This is it. This I need to understand that this is the man that God sent for me, and I need to act accordingly. Mm. But that's what they do. Yeah, that's what they want you to believe. They want you to believe, hey, I'm a celebrity, so this is the end all be all for you. Yeah, you ain't gonna get their, nobody. You ain't gonna get nobody. But let me tell you something: celebrities are people. Yep, and that don't mean shit. Cause you can have, and a, they have more work. They actually be having worse demons and worse shit that they battle than the average person. So let me say something: if I had to choose a celebrity. Man or a regular man, I'm choosing a regular man every time. Yeah. Every time because I'll say this like the regular guy. Well, I won't say he's regular because he's kind of known like in his city, but he's not like a super popping, popping nigga. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't have that ego. And I'll say like, that's probably like the best person I've ever dealt with, dealt with in my entire life. Yeah. Because there's no ego there. It's like, he knows me. He knows Wind Down Wednesday. It's not he sees he my Instagram. Care, yeah. And he doesn't care. He likes that. He be like, damn, I seen that picture you posted. Like, you look you be looking good. Yeah. And it's like, me and him don't fuck around right now, but that's like my nigga. Yeah, that's your homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my homie. But it's like, I feel like you're not you're never gonna get that with an industry dude. Because not only that, but they don't trust. They yep. feel like everybody's trying to use them. Yep. So not only that, they be trying to test you, <laughs> see where your head at. Who has time for that? And then also with industry men too, because let's be real, most of them, I mean, they have money. So they try to control you with their money. Not and try to, they do. They will, because I mean, I was getting controlled financially for, sure, right. for a while. You know what I mean? And when you really love somebody and you really care about them, in your mind, you're not realizing, oh, you thinking, oh, he's doing this for me because he cares about me, because he wants to make sure that I'm okay. It's but control. it's not about you. It's about him being able to control you and being able to be in charge of the uh, situation. Charge, so once he says, hey, if you do this shit, I'm going to cut you off. That's controlling yep. you. If you do... Or even him just, or even just, for example, me getting into it with him. And you know this. We used to get into it sometimes. Right. We'll get into it. I wouldn't talk to him for like a week or two. Right. And here he come calling me. Hey, I'm come downstairs. I'm downstairs. I go downstairs. What he'll have in the car. $5,000. Right. Give me some money. And it would just be like. You doing that because, because you, you want him to? Because you gonna forgive him? Because you know every, I'm right. You know I'm gonna forgive you. Never would really be like I'm sorry. Would be like I mean would be like I love girl. You know I love you. You know right. I fuck with you. And then just give me some money. But never would really take um take responsibility, take responsibility for, for what, what he did to and, me. And imagine the girls that get in deeper with these men that have children with these men. So 
y'all have to realize a lot of these women are getting abused to the point to where if you don't do what I say, I'm going to cut you off. And half of these women haven't worked for never. They've either never worked. And let me say something. If you have been out of the job force, especially now over a year, good luck finding a good job. Right. Not going to happen. Yep. So if I haven't worked for a year and a man is threatening that has been supporting me, is threatening to cut me off, you, you gonna abide by you, you gotta abide like, by his rules because what else am I gonna do? Because I can't go get a job. That's why I right. always say what I say. Like, of course, I feel like you're supposed to have a man that does for you. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to have a man that wants to support you and pay this and pay that. But let me tell y'all something, ladies. Please always have your take own. Pro not only have your own, but be smart. Start do something. Like, I don't have my own business right now, but we're we're working on that. We're right. doing that. Like. I know my goals. I know at the end of the day, I'm going to be a millionaire. Thanks. I know that. And I speak that into existence every day. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, whoever I end up with and I deal with, I want to be with him for him and I want him to be with me for me. It ain't like I need him or he needs me. It's, it's just going to be a love. You know what I'm saying? And these men, not only they need do they need love, but they need you to need them. They like to feel needed. And with guys like that, everything is always about them. It's like you're always supporting them. You always got to be there for oh, them. You, you, but it's, it's never no time about you. you. It's never about it's you. It's never about Let you. Let me say and something. I know that y'all probably think that that sounds glamorous. Because I know, I'm, I, and I'm not trying to be funny or cocky when I say this, but I know that there's women out there who might be listening to the show who you've never got $5,000 from somebody at right. one time. So you probably like, well, bitch, that sounds like a dream. But it's like, but no. At what cost? At what cost, though? At the you cost of my sanity and my peace? Whenever you're getting anything from somebody, you paying something. You paying a price some type of way. And I was paying a price emotionally because this nigga used to drain the fuck out of me. And Lex used to see it firsthand all it the time. Like you were a completely different person. I was. And it's like, yeah, I'm good financially. Like, I don't have to worry about my bills and things like that. But... This person is emotionally abusive and then would never allow me to really not fuck with him. And when I and I know y'all probably like, how can somebody tell you that you can't fuck with them? But emotional abuse, when you pop up at somebody's house and they got you blocked and you calling them from another number and you like, oh, I'm downstairs, you're not allowing me to not right. fuck with and you. And they know where you live. And they know where you live. They know how to get to your apartment. Like, so it's like they can just pop up anytime. So... Having company over, forget that. Never can have company. That's not besides gonna happen. you, right? Besides me, like that's not gonna happen. So, I just feel like all that glitters that ain't gold. Period. Like, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Like I said, yeah. I I'm 29 right now. I I used to work in the, one of the most popular strip clubs in Houston. I tell y'all that all the time. I've been around a lot of industry dudes. Yeah. Not, I'm not saying I fucked all of them, but I've been on a few dates. I, every time, it's never, it's never what these men are. Never what y'all think they are. They they're not. They're either fucked up mentally. That's just what it is. They're fucked up mentally because either they see color, or they're trying to control you, yeah. or they want you to stroke their ego so much, and it's never about you. Like this last guy I dated. Y'all know what I'm trying to do. We want Wind Down Wednesday to be popping. I want my blog to be popping. I'll eventually want to get into other ventures that I'm working right. on. This man had more than enough power to help me get there. Yeah. But if you're manipulative and you're low-key jealous because so you're dealing with somebody who's 13 years younger than who you, has for one, potential to do who has more. potential, you don't want to see nobody outshine you if you're used to being a star. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
if you feel like you're the Beyonce, why would you want Michelle to shine? Yep. So it's like that's how it that's how it is dating these men. So I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying all of and them. And we're not trying friends. to deter y'all from dating industry guys we're just telling y'all about stop chasing them yeah we're just telling y'all just stop chasing it and glamorizing the lifestyle because it's not what you really think it is when you really really fucking with these niggas and i'm not talking about just fucking a nigga but i'm talking about fucking fucking with with them for real like in a relationship in a relationship and and you around them all the time and you going out of town with them and you doing all of this stuff with them it's just not what you think it is is because people really be dealing with some deep shit and like i said you know me and lex try to keep our personal lives very private but now as we're doing wind down wednesday i feel like it's important for us to be transparent with y'all right. and keep it real with y'all because like in the past i would have never talked to people about these right my friends right. you know what i mean but i feel like the reason i do feel like we needed to talk about this is because i have so many women like that want these type no, of guys. but not that but like they see the things that we say and at the end of the day now don't get it twisted we do talk with guys that are you know well off and yeah. take care of themselves but and at the same time it. we're not chasing the unfortunately we like kind of rock in circles and we be around people. We be around, we just be in situations where we be around these people all the time. Right, so it's like, and when you around and you an attractive person, they gonna try to talk right, to so you. So it's like, unfortunately, nine times out of 10, the niggas that talk to me or try to holler at me are industry dudes. Yeah. But like, most of the time, like I take the regular guy seriously or you know what I'm saying? Or somebody that's see, I'm a like, little different from Licks in that aspect. When industry dudes try to talk to me, I always usually would, you know, be like, okay, cool, and I'll see where it's going to go. Right. But my last situation was, I would say, the first time I was kind of in a real situation right, with an yeah. industry guy. Right. In the past, it was more so like, oh, we would text, and yeah. we might hang out once or twice. Right. And that would really be it. But this last situation, I was dating this person for a while. Yeah, it was a while. It, it was, was a, while. it was like almost a year. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I like I was saying because I I had another situation and you know about this with the one of y'all favorite rappers and this nigga completely violated my privacy on some yeah. weird shit yeah. like we was chilling and he asked me could he see my phone so he could look at my Instagram because at the time his Instagram was deactivated mm-hmm. and instead of just looking at my Instagram starts going through my photos right. and going through my text messages. And then had the audacity to question me about something I had screenshotted in my phone that he had said. Mm-hmm. But all of my friends, we talk to each other about our personal lives and our personal relationships all the time. Me and Lex even make jokes about shit. Mm-hmm. So if anybody was to get a hold of me and her phone and some of my other friends, you gonna see hella screenshots of conversations Everything. that I've had with other people that right. I sent to Lex. But that's the only reason why I be having screenshots in my phone is to send it to my friends and talk about it. Like I ain't no clout chasing ass. First bitch. of all, if we were clout chasing. I could have been blasted a lot of shit a long time ago. Girl. So the fact that he went through my phone and tried to accuse me of, oh, well, why did you have a screenshot in your phone? It's cool. I deleted it already. But I didn't even have it in my phone. I'm not trying to send it to no blogs or nothing like that. I was talking to my friend about it. But he just was so, like, and niggas like that, they be so paranoid. Right. Because you do have a lot of girls out here. And you do have to be careful. And guys In their defense, I will say that because you... They got, you know how many pictures of rappers we done seen sleeping, but yeah. I feel like, but that's because y'all need to be careful, but it's like, at the same time, you can feel a person's vibe. Right. Like, 
I don't know. I just feel like. And me and that person, we have really got into it over that situation. And I just stopped talking. Like, we stopped talking because right. of that. Because I just feel like, what the fuck, my nigga? Like, you not going to believe me? Right. You know what like, I mean? At the end of the I'm day, not trying to out you. At the end of the day, I don't think these people realize this. If anything, if you're dealing with a smart girl, and if you were smarter, you would realize that people would benefit from you if we had an actual relationship and a friendship. And I feel like every relationship should be beneficial, first of all. Yeah. Whether it's, like, mentally beneficial or you're benefiting me from, like, oh, you can connect me to this person or I can connect you to this. Every relationship should be beneficial, period. Whether it's, like, I'm your confidant, whatever it is, everything should be beneficial. But I'm not the last thing I want to do. I have my own reputation and my own brand that I'm trying to build. Right. The last thing I want to do is snap a picture of fucking Damien and post it on my Instagram and, and be, be like, on this it. who I'm fucking with. Yeah, like, me and Lex don't Because if anything, you know of all people, my ex situation, he used to be under my picture. All the time. He used to be commenting on my shit, letting me be like, oh, oh, my baby. Oh, look at my girl. Look, and it's just like, I'm not into that. Like, we can keep saying. But at the same time, what's the, it's, the, it's a big difference between hiding me and, you know, not wanting to take me to yeah, events because like you these- like, yeah, like, these niggas, it's like, I don't know, because, like, even with my last situation, the dude that I was fucking with, he used to ask me, did I want to wear his chains and shit? Did I want to... fucking dead. I mean, but, I, but honestly, he right. used to be like, do you want to wear my chain and stuff like that? But I just kind of used to be like, no, because if I do that, then everybody don't know who come, I'm fucking with. Everybody gonna come out the woodworks and... With stories and right. all type of shit. Right. So it's just kind of like, it don't be worth it. Like, I like to build... I like to keep my relationships private and build in private. Mm. And then once we get to a point where we comfortable with each other and we both ready to let the world know that we fucking with each other, then cool. And it's like, but I'm never going to try to out, out you in you. your business. I mean, and and like, like you just said, once we get to that point to where, okay, now it's time for we come out. And that's why I said that's when it goes back to the colorism. Because I feel like once we made it to that point with both of my situations, it's like, okay, now we can. But it's like, oh, no. You don't no, have to. No. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, now I'm asking for too much. You know what I'm saying? That's like, crazy. but that's how, but that's why I just want to say like, so for anybody listening to this conversation, if anybody that's in the industry or anybody, you don't even have to be super, super popping anybody that, for the men, especially everything that we talked about, how do y'all feel about that? Do y'all yeah. feel like y'all are? And I feel like honestly, I'm not being funny because people are like, oh, this is really a safe space. Cause like I said, we've been transparent about our mental and our physical abuse and right. things that we date. So honestly, like men, anybody in the industry, any men that are listening right now, how do y'all feel about the colorism issue? Like that's my important thing. Right. To and then how do y'all feel as far as the mental abuse? Do y'all feel like y'all are usually controlling and the women who are listening, who have dated industry. Right. What are your experiences? And for any dark skinned women that have dated men in the industry, do you feel like he was making an effort to bring you out and show you all? Or was he just, or was he just trying to, yeah. Or he was just trying to fuck with you on the low. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like we had to get that off our chest. Cause it's just something it's just, to me, at this point, it's getting out of hand. It is. And I feel like also, like, with both of us kind of just 
recently in the past year getting out of those situations and it, it took a toll on both of us I feel like most emotionally right for and sure mentally. so it's just something that we want to talk to y'all about you know what I mean and like I said it's disheartening sometimes to me because I do have like the 215,000 whatever followers on Instagram so I get a lot of com. I feel like a lot of girls look up Younger girls look up to Instagram girls. Right. Um, and girls will say things like, oh, I love you. I look up to you. And this and this and this. And I, I want to date an industry dude. Like, I actually have had girls tell me. Like, oh, people tell me that all the time. They be like, and I don't even have as many followers as you. But they be like, oh, I know you about to pop up with a rapper. Or right. I know you about and to. And it's like, ladies, like, Girl, no. that should not be your goal. It's like, that was never necessarily me or Lex's goal. We just end up being in these circles. Right and end up dating certain type of guys but I'm never out here like oh let me get let, you know like let me go after this nigga right right like no and that shouldn't be your like I say your goal because these a lot of these men are trash and a lot. and with that being said let me take a moment to shout out like you know the Dwayne Wade's dating Gabrielle Union yeah uh, LeBron the James with the Jay-Z's even like even though he's not like the Wale like he appreciates dark skin and black women like there are the good men out there but yeah. what i'll say like i said if you pick out 10 black men uh it's gonna be like one or two of them that really really appreciate especially us. industry guys especially industry men but even for the regular guys like that's what i'm about to say these regular niggas don't be appreciating either yeah they don't <laughs> but like i said but for any black man industry or not sh- seriously from the bottom of my heart i love black men me too so shout out seriously from the bottom of my heart and I had the men, the, the black men out there that appreciate black women for who they are and love us, we appreciate. If anybody don't appreciate y'all, not tell y'all, I mean that shit, especially coming from somebody who only used to date a certain type of men, then I experienced being loved from, because like I can say I've honestly been in real, real love one time. So being loved from a black man is an experience that's like no fucking other. And I had, and I grew up in a two parent household and my dad was an amazing father. So I feel like that's what really shaped me loving black men and caring about black men and holding them to a certain standard the way that I do because my dad was an amazing father. Right. I just wish that I could find a nigga that treat me like my daddy. Right, exactly. To be honest. So we're gonna wrap this conversation up. We just this was like really like a venting episode. It was. Like we had to vent and get that therapeutic. So honestly, let us know what y'all think. And ladies who want to date industry men out there, let us know how you feel about the, what we said. About what we said, and and anybody who's dated industry men out there as a light skinned woman or as a chocolate woman, let us know your experience. Right. And, and men, let us know what y'all experience as well, and let us know why do you feel like men choose lighter skinned women over dark skinned women. Right. Because y'all, one thing I don't want y'all to do is, is lie. To, is lie and be like, oh, well, industry men, we love dark skin women. And like colorism isn't real. And because colorism is very real. We all know that. So that's not what we're here to argue about. We're here to argue about is why, why colorism is, an issue. is still a thing. Right. So, honestly, it's Monday. So we gonna see y'all really soon. About uh, to be Tuesday and then boom. Wine Wednesday. down Wednesday for real. So <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. It's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl Dre in the call. And we'll see y'all Wednesday. Bye y'all.